there was a mercer in Paris who was enamored of a girl in his neighborhood, or, to speak more properly, who was loved by her rather than she by him, for he only pretended to be attached to her in order to conceal another amour with a more exalted object. For her part, she was very willing to be deceived, and loved him so much that she forgot all the usual coyness of her sex. After the mercer had long taken the trouble of going in search of her, he used afterwards to make her come to him whenever he pleased. The mother, who was a respectable woman, perceived this, and forbade her daughter ever to speak to the mercer under pain of being sent to a convent. But the girl, who loved the mercer more than she feared her mother, behaved worse than ever. One day, the mercer, finding her alone in a convenient place, began to entertain her on matters that ought not to be discussed before witnesses. But a servant, who had seen him come in, ran and told the mother, who hastened to the spot to put an end to the conversation. The daughter, hearing her footsteps, said with tears in her eyes, "'My love for you will cost me dear. Here comes my mother, and she will now be convinced of what she has always feared.' The mercer, without losing his presence of mind, instantly quitted the girl, ran to meet her mother, threw his arms around the old woman's neck, hugged her with all his might, threw her on a little bed, and began to expend upon her all the rage her daughter had excited within him. The poor old woman, quite confounded at being treated in this way, could only exclaim, "'What are you about? Are you mad?' But he no more desisted than if she had been the handsomest young girl in the world, and if her screams had not brought the servant men and maids to her assistance, she would have suffered the fate she apprehended so much for her daughter. The servants dragged the good woman by force out of the mercer's hands, without the poor creature ever knowing why she had been so worried. During the scuffle, the daughter escaped to a neighbor's house, where there was a wedding going on, and she and the mercer often afterwards laughed at the expense of the old woman, who never detected their intercourse. And here you have, ladies, an instance of a man's having been cunning enough to deceive an old woman and save the honour of a young one. If I were to name the persons, or if you had seen the countenance of the mercer and the surprise of the old woman, you must have had very tender consciences to keep from laughing. I have sufficiently proved to you by this example that men are not less ingenious than women in inventing at need expedients upon the spot. And so, ladies, you need not be afraid of falling into their hands, for should your own wit fail, you will find theirs ready to screen your honour. I own, Hircan, said Longerine, that the story is comical and the stratagem well invented. But for all that, it does not follow that the example is one which ought to be imitated by girls. I have no doubt there are plenty whom you would wish to approve of it, but you have too much sense to wish that your wife and your daughter, whose honour is dearer to you than pleasure, should play at such a game. I believe there is no one who would watch them more closely and put a stop to such doings more promptly than yourself. Upon my conscience replied Erka. If my wife had done the same thing, I should not esteem her the less, provided I knew nothing about it. I don't know if someone has not played as good a trick at my expense, but fortunately, as I know nothing, I give myself no concern. 
The wicked are always suspicious, said Parlamenta. But happy are they who give no cause for suspicion. I can't say I ever saw a fire without some smoke, said Longarine. But I have certainly seen smoke without any fire. Those who have bad hearts suspect alike where there is mischief and where there is none. You have so well supported the cause of ladies unjustly suspected, said Hircan to Longarine, that I call upon you for your novel. I hope you will not make us weep as Madame Watsil has done by too much praise of honest women. <laughs> Since you would have me make you laugh, said Longarine, laughing with all her heart, it shall not be at the expense of our sex. <laughs>